0: Okay, so... Welcome to the Travelling Through podcast. Today we're at the, um, well, we were supposed to be at the Hayward Gallery, <laughs> but that was closed in the cafe. Then we went to the South, where did we go? To the Waiting National. Wim Room? Or... So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, and it was also crazy busy because mm-hmm. it's half term, so there are a lot of children around. We finally found, hopefully, a quiet spot here at National Theatre, which is a lovely space. And um, with me today, I've got Mercedes Dominich Ensenyat. I don't yes. know if I said that correctly. Yes, yes. Well <laughs> but done. You, <laughs> but you prefer to call yourself. Mare, yes, which is much easier for me to say as (laughs) well, so that's good. This is the Travelling Through podcast. I'm your host Emma, and today's guest is Mare Domenech. Mare is from Mallorca, she writes a travel blog, and she's been in London for 12 years. This is her unique story about London, the world, and life. So Mary, you first came to the the bookshop and the cafe a, a year ago, was it? Or
1: yeah, maybe a little a little bit before. So I think it was winter, perhaps. And you
0: used to come and uh, write your blog there. Yeah, just sort
1: of settle down mm-hmm. in the
0: corner. And did you have a favourite coffee or the tea, or what was your favourite? Um, you I'm a
1: very simple woman, so I always drink black americano. Okay. maybe if I'm feeling fancy I would have like a cappuccino or something like that yes, yeah. yes. so that that's,
0: that was good mm-hmm. enough for you yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: yeah well just to
0: let the listeners know as well um, I was doing this London Loop Walk yes. um, for their charity Refuge Exactly. and and I joined you on Saturday for a very windy walk in, in the middle of Storm Dennis
1: <laughs> yes you were such a champ that <laughs> was about
0: 12 and a half kilometres wasn't it about, Um. yes yeah, something it? like that yeah. absolutely
1: yeah I ended up walking 17 because you met me the second section of that's the day. right yes yeah.
0: and the whole walk is you did tell me but i've forgotten it's
1: so in kilometers is about 240 okay. which is about 150 miles so i was lucky enough to
0: be with you to complete kind of the, the south section yes, yes. south of the river yes and now you've got quite a big section still to do on the north yeah. side so
1: you still it's still over half to go mm-hmm. but now it's all gonna be north of the thames but it's going to be a great
0: way to explore kind of outer London as yeah. well, which I think is very inspiring. It's something I've always wanted to do. So it's, it's taken you to come and say so you're doing it for me to come and join you. So that I recommend
1: great. it. It's incredible. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Good.
0: OK, well, I, I hope to join you on another part of the loop. Definitely. Yeah. So, as you know, the series is called The London Pool. And as you were telling me earlier, you're originally from Mallorca. Yes. And you came to London as uh,
1: for school. It was, yes, yes. So, I came to London when I was 15. Mm-hmm. There's a, an American school out in Surrey. It's called Tassis. And my parents sent me there initially for what would have been one year. Three months in, I knew I, I was there to stay. Okay. And so you- I... Kicked up a fuss, and I did everything to my power to convince my parents to let me stay, and I stayed. And you stayed. And, yeah. and since that time, you've then stayed in, in London when you finished school? Yeah, so mostly, yes. I was a slight hiatus when I finished school, mm-hmm. and I went to Madrid to do university for nine months, mm-hmm. but I came back after. So the London yeah. pool yes. brought you back again? Absolutely. <laughs> when I was in uni in Madrid, they used to call me Little Miss London. I guess it's the only thing I would talk about, but so obviously this was your destiny to be yes, here. yeah but
0: while you, while you were in, in London, did, what kind of challenges did you face, if any, or did school kind of get you inaugurated into London life in a way?
1: I think every, every stage of my life in London has had like a different set of challenges. Um, obviously, when I was in boarding school, um, even though I felt like a Londoner and we had the freedom to come into town on the weekends and so on. Um, it was still a very protected environment, kind of living in our own little bubble. But it was definitely like a baptism by fire because uh, in, in Mallorca, we, even though there is public transport, like people don't tend to take it maybe as much because it's not as reliable. Mm-hmm. So I was used to like being driven around everywhere by my very patient parents. <laughs> So like once I came to London and it was um, all about learning how to use trains, how to move around, checking schedules, what type of tickets there were, um, flying on my own. So I think that was probably like the biggest learning from that part of like how to start moving around in a big independent city. Mm-hmm. Also, Something that like, always really surprised me is that I could do whatever I wanted. Yes. Um, Mallorca, especially Palma, is a very small city, so I always joke that people know what you're doing before you even think about doing it. Yeah. And and then suddenly I come to London as a fifteen-year-old and I've got all this freedom and nobody knows what I'm doing because there's just so many people here. Yes, and mm-hmm. some people say, I mean, you become anonymous, so you can actually
0: become whoever you want yes. to be, yeah. uh, and actually mix with whoever you want to. And yeah, it's sometimes difficult to find those people, but yeah. you have uh, it broadens your horizons. Yes, absolutely. You decide to take the challenge on. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you then went to university here in London. Yes. So that was your reason to to stay. Yeah initially, yeah. but then when, when university ended, did were you then kind of tempted to go abroad again, or back so,
1: to Mallorca? I I, I've never wanted to go back to Mallorca. Mallorca is a very small town, and mm-hmm. uh, the, at the moment, like employment wasn't great, so it wasn't something that really attracted me. I never intended to stay in London. I always thought that I was just going to move around for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. and I just kind of happened i blinked one day and and everything had happened i'd gone to uni i'd done my master's i wasn't my second job and i was like oh my god i'm I'm here now, I guess I'm a Londoner and also your studies were in in media, so this yes is a, this is a, a, a great place to yes, absolutely
0: to study that and, and work in, in, yeah and in leave the and
1: breathe it and meet mm. everyone so
0: yes yeah. yeah okay, so um we're going to go on to some quick round yeah. questions. And um, so the first question is favorite form of London transport, bus or tube
1: or something else? Oh. Bus. No, actually, no. I'll take it back. It's a London clipper. Oh. Yes, I think one of my favorite things to do when it's it's spring or summer is take the clipper um, from Waterloo, Yes. to um, Greenwich, okay. I absolutely love it. And for the for the listeners, so the Clipper is actually a boat that takes people up and down the, the river Thames, to various,
0: yeah. various parts of the River Thames. Yeah, so and it's
1: very fast, um, it's part of the TFL network so you can tap in and out with your contactless or with your Oyster card. And it's just like a really fun way to to move around London because you always get a mix of very serious tired commuters but also very savvy tourists that just want to like do a river tour without yes. paying the premium of the, the specialist ba- um, boats in yes. that way. Yeah, no, yeah. you're absolutely right.
0: And mm-hmm. I actually I remember, um, I think it was last Christmas, we were here over the Christmas period. We took a boat from Canary Wharf Two embankments. Oh,
1: wow. And
0: um, Actually, no, it couldn't have been Canary Wharf. Anyway, it was on the mm-hmm. Tower side, the north side. And um, it was beautiful, because all the Christmas lights yeah. were... Uh, you saw London from a very different perspective. Yeah. And yeah. that's just up. So that was a good choice. It's it was the <laughs> one I had thought of. So, favourite place on a sunny summer's day, London
1: Park or the Thames? Ooh, sunny summer's day. I actually... I'm gonna have even though I'm a huge oh I'm torn actually. Mm. I love the river. Yeah. And I'm a member of a sailing club in Hammersmith. Right. So I love going to the club when it's sunny and because Hammersmith is just so gorgeous and then you're in such a great environment. Yes. But I think I'm gonna have to say Victoria Park. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Quite a few
0: people are saying Victoria Park. It's yeah. not not one of the parks I know very well.
1: And why do you like
0: Victoria Park? Um
1: so? uh, I think it's the uh, the vibe that you breathe there. I, uh, it's all the way in East London and I'm not a person that goes to East London very much. I'm mm-hmm. usually more around central or and I love the the south of London as well. Yes. But there's just like something about Victoria Park. It's, it's not too big. It's mm-hmm. but big enough that it doesn't feel crowded and in summer yeah. then you will see just so many different groups of People, mostly like young people just like hanging out there. Yes. And um, maybe having a picnic or playing sports or just having a drink. And it's just like really, really great but great place to hide, really. Yeah. A relaxing space, yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and big
0: enough for everybody. <laughs> so exactly, honestly. yeah. You're not on top of other mm-hmm. other people. So how about a favourite London expression or English phrase? Do you have one? Ooh.
1: Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> you have to remember that I became fluent in English when I was a teenager, so yes, a lot of the stuff I kind of like assume as regular, so I can differentiate. Thankful. Um, I don't know. Favorite expression.
0: Were there any expressions that you found were quite peculiar when you first came to, to London? You thought, why do they say that um, or in that way?
1: I'm not sure. Like when I first came to London, I wasn't as aware, but like as i came into the workforce and I started hanging out with uh, native Londoners and so on. It's like, I, it really fascinates me all the different expressions depending on where you grew up Mm-hmm. So I used to have a colleague that I think potentially sarcastically she used to say like oh are you mugging me off and for a while I I didn't know what it meant that I had to ask my manager. Um, so I don't know if that's that's my favorite. I've uh, actually had that expression before. There you go. So um, yeah. And what did your
0: manager say is the answer? I
1: to that? think she she explained it It's like oh are you. Well, I think you, I think it means something like are you taking the piss or are you making fun of me okay. or something like that oh, or, right. yeah yeah yes. yeah. okay it's not one I've heard of so <laughs> then go add it to my um, yeah. list of ones <laughs> I've learned something new today as well so how about street food or pub grub oh it depends I, I have different stages sometimes i'm very much into street food and sometimes i'm very much into pop grub i think i'm in a street food moment now Mm. yeah i um so right now we are in central london and just behind the south uh the south bank center there's this uh, food market that it's on like usually like between thursdays and sundays and i'm absolutely addicted to the duck fat chips that oh. the little French still has there. Oh yes, it's I've so seen It's so absolutely those. lovely. Yes. haven't had them in a while, yeah. very, very good. They're the other side of,
0: of uh, well, by the festival hall, Yes, aren't exactly. they? And that's, yeah. In that square. And yeah. It goes on until quite late in the evening as well, doesn't yeah. it? The, the yeah, yeah especially in summer. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, It's a popular one as well, yeah. isn't it? So, and it's coffees mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. food from around the world. So I yeah. must try those, the, the duck fat it,
1: it is. It is very good. Is it? <laughs> Make sure you get the truffle,
0: uh, Elioli, so right, I shall remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we move on to our second round of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so you say Mallorca was home originally. Yes. I mean you mentioned that at the moment you don't have a desire to go back there. But do you eventually feel
1: that you might end back in Mallorca or you is it a pull for you? <laughs> no, I'm not sure if it's a pull. I think because I spend like such a long time away now that I, I, I even it will always be home for me, but mm-hmm. I've done I'm not I don't see myself coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe when I'm much, much older and so I have a family or something like that but it's just, I don't know I just don't really see myself there I love going back I lo- yeah. and there's so many things that um, I find like, really, not inspiring but that just remind me of who I am mm. um, but go back to live there I think once you've come, to a, you've come to live to a big city like London you're spoiled for life yes. because we, we get so used of having everything at our fingertips and then when you That's go to true. a much smaller city everything is a struggle yes yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yes you have to go further to find what you're looking for you lose that culture of convenience that we've got in like big metropolis like London or New York or Mm -hmm. or Tokyo whatever Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. but New York is kind of more of a place for escapism to relax do nothing it is a
1: very old school tiny City, mm-hmm. so um, obviously you've, it, it's growing, and you've got the new cafes and restaurants and shops. And uh, the the mayor I think is doing a great job, like making sure that the city is top shape to welcome new type of tourists. But um, it's not the same as London, I wouldn't say. You don't have the the cultural availability yeah. that you have here. You the you don't have. I think there's one museum um, you don't have as many theatres. Uh, and that's in yeah. Palma. Yeah, like exactly. Because mm-hmm. so, it's
0: interesting that you don't use the word island when you refer to Mallorca. Yeah. You almost refer to it as a
1: city. <laughs> I think it's because it is a very small island. And um, even though you can do like, so many things outside of, of Palma, there's like, oh, such a huge nature offering. Yeah. Um, when it comes to day-to-day life, everybody moves around Palma they're right. like bigger towns as well yes. that people live in but i think like everything just happens around palma
0: right mm-hmm. okay so
1: obviously you don't have a desire
0: to go back so but do you have then what you would refer to as that you, one of your fondest memories of of mallorca that oh you...
1: uh, i mean i grew up there so <laughs> so if my parents listen to you they had a very happy childhood yeah um is there something that you miss that about I mean sailing is one of my bigger things that I mm-hmm. really miss um, obviously now I'm part of the of the my sailing club here and and that's something that really helps me out but it's it, it's something different there because the the culture is different and it's much more relaxed right and the weather is so much milder so you can like be outdoors for a longer part of the year mm-hmm. um, so that's a, certainly something that I miss. Um, not the food? I mean, all the kind of... The, um, the food, yes. Yes, it's interesting that you say this. Um, we're not huge foodies in my, in my family. Right. Um, so it's not something that I really, that I think about too often. But yes, the, f- the quality of the produce is just so much better in Spain than in London. Yeah. Um, I think I remember the first time I, as a grown-up, as an adult, when I went to a um, supermarket to buy my groceries, when I think it was in my freshest year in uni, and I, I always buy tomatoes. I always have to have tomatoes because I'm a Mediterranean woman. I bought my tomatoes. I, I went home and I like chopped them up to do a salad and I cried because it was such a terrible experience. <laughs> it didn't taste like anything. And I was like, Oh my god, I spent so much money on a tomato and now it's terrible. <laughs> With no flavour. Exactly, yeah. yeah so yes. that was So it's interesting that you bring up food because I don't usually think about it, but in terms of the produce, yeah, there's yes. massive difference. They're all,
0: it's sun-kissed and it's actually yeah.
1: ripened by yeah. the sun, not, mm-hmm. not um, in yeah. any other way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so now I just have another quick round of questions. Yeah.
0: Are you a cinema or a theatre-goer?
1: I think now I'm more of a theatre-goer. I, I think in the last 12 sort of months I've only gone to the cinema once. And that was to see Little Women. Okay. Great movie, great yes, movie. I haven't seen that yet. Um, but I haven't been to the cinema in a very long time. I was say I'm a theatre goer because I love going to the theatre, but I haven't been... Hmm, I don't think I haven't been since my birthday, which is like just coming up, so it's been a year since I last oh, went. Oh, my goodness. It's um, time for a visit. <laughs> t- definitely time for a visit. And I'm actually going to see a musical next week. Uh, yeah next week mm-hmm. um so hopefully that's going to change so which uh, one are you going to see it's called aunt juliet okay I like really good things i'm really interested right. to see it yeah. Uh, but yeah i haven't been in a theater in a while i love i think like london theater is great because you've got like all the big West Ends, huge productions like they host in the national theater where we are now yes but then you've got like all the different levels of fringe uh the kind of like mid-range uh, places like uh, Soho Theatre, which is one of my favorite theatres in London. Is it? Okay. Yes, and then you've got like all the under more underground stuff, which you have to be in the industry, I guess, to find. Like, um, I haven't been to one of those in many, in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. I think like I started loving theatre because my ex-boyfriend was a playwright, um, so he kind of got me into it. Yeah. And, yeah, so after that, it just, I'm spoiled for life, I yes, think. Yes, I imagine yeah. it probably opened your eyes to, to, to looking at theatre in a very different yes. way. And, it definitely turned it. me into theatre snob, <laughs> because I, only, I hardly ever want to go to see a Western show. I prefer to see, like, um, up-and-coming uh, writers and directors mm. and yeah, so Yeah, and there on. are a lot out there, that's for sure. Especially in London, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. no, no, definitely. Okay,
0: dinner or nightlife till dawn? Oh...
1: It depends, it okay. depends. I think there's an occasion, there's occasion for both. Sometimes you will want to go for a dinner mm-hmm. and sometimes you really fancy just going out until you can't anymore. <laughs> um, where do you go for, for both those places? Where Do you have a favourite
0: dinner place at the
1: moment? That you so, it, hmm, I don't, I'm not sure if I have a favourite dinner place. Mm. Um, as you know, I really love Lower Marsh, It's one yes. of my favourite yeah. streets in London. Um, and there's a couple of restaurants that I really enjoy visiting there. So there's um, uh, the Korean place, and then there's a very small hole in the world type Thai place. So those I think are would be favourite for dinner, especially when I've got visitors and I want to impress them. They just feel like so secretive and London like. Yeah, it is. Is that Marie's Cafe yes, for the Thai? exactly. Know, what's
0: the the Korean is it? Is it uh, pocha. Po- pocha. That's I right. Ho- I yes. hope I
1: pronounce that correctly. Yes. We're probably butchering yeah. the Korean language. Are,
0: yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, and where do you go for its nightlife till dawn? Do you have a. a oh, that is just to... like I
1: always let somebody else lead me into that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, last few times we've gone out a, a lot around East London. I, I think mm-hmm. it's a really good scene out there. Right. Um, but now that the Vaux Theatre is on, they usually have. Great nights out. So yes, yeah, yeah. Um, around this time of the year, I, lo- I love to That's go for at true. least one or two late. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah no. There are. There's mm-hmm. a lot
1: going up the vault festival, and it's yeah. on until
0: I think the middle of March. Isn't yes. It? So, yes. And okay. So another question is: Have you got a favourite place to go walking or cycling in or around London?
1: Yes. Um, I don't cycle in London because I'm terrified. Okay. Um, I've done it a couple of times, and I've found it very traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm not cycling in London, at least not unsupervised. Right. Um, when it comes to walking. Um, Sorry, and actually, on that, there are quite a few, particularly around Low Marsh,
0: there's a few cycle tours that you can yeah. go on which are organised, mm-hmm. which I think are really seem yeah. very popular, but I, it's mm-hmm. not one I've done. But
1: I uh, must try one then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe one day when I have a visitor or something like that. Yeah,
0: there's one called Tally Ho they used okay. to come into the shop, the bookshop sometimes mm-hmm. as well.
1: Well,
0: not cycle through yeah. it. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a
1: very <laughs> interesting
0: break today. Yeah, day. the wind of all fitted in. <laughs> okay, sorry. And so for walking. Um,
1: for I'm walking, uh, this year I've basically fallen in love with Kennington. Mm-hmm. So just like starting from around the Lower Marsh area and just starting to walk in south. Uh, sometimes they've made it as far as Brixton and it's just a really nice place to London to walk around. It's not nature, it's mostly urban. You mm. you do walk through Kennington Park and I think that's one of London's best-kept secrets. Mm. It's so lovely, especially in autumn. Um, but yeah, I, I, that's one of my pa- pa- it's favorite way places. It's your to explore around. And yeah, and just, and just get stuff. lost in the residential areas. Mm. And it's got a very lovely, almost European... Um, small town feel to it it's, interesting yeah amazing. there's not a lot of change so you will see a lot of small businesses and cafes and bakeries yes. and uh, it feels very local and there's some beautiful squares as well yes exactly. the big, you know, all the
0: greenery in the center yeah. and the houses yeah. all the way around exactly yeah, so it's yeah. a very nice place okay third round of questions here we go <laughs> ding ding final round if you could live anywhere in the world where would it be hmm.
1: Can I say London?
0: <laughs> of course you can. <laughs>
1: um, um, I it's, it's funny because, as I said before, like I've always thought that I was going to move around in my life mm-hmm. and just go from city to city, from place to place, country to country. And then I came to London and I blinked and I suddenly I am a Londoner. I've been here for 13 years now. And I always tell that... It's a love and hate relationship with London because mm-hmm. like when you start in the first three to five years, it's like you're on top of the world, you're in London, you're enjoying it. Every day you discover something new, you start to become familiar. Then after that, it's kind of like a downhill yeah. that you start to realize how miserable Londoners can be like and how isolating the city, even with so many people, can be. Mm-hmm. So for a while I was feeling like really, really tired of it and I wanted to leave and I was Looking for any opportunity to just like leave London and leave it behind in the past. And then I was talking to one of my friends, and I was saying, "Oh, it's just like sometimes I, I can't leave, and I just feel like the city's spitting me out. It's just so impossible to feel happy here
0: I know. and then
1: my twelfth anniversary came around like and I was on a holiday, but and I didn't even realize, and for some reason, it just feels like the air changed, and a switch flipped in my in my soul or in my head or something, right. and now I feel completely at home. I think it's just like yeah. I've gone through that um Stage of becoming a true Londoner, and now it's yeah. it's hard to imagine myself living elsewhere. And I think it was you t- saying to me on the walk yeah. the other day that yeah. is that
0: you have to do thirteen years before you become a Londoner. Yes. I don't know whether that's actually an official yeah. thing or just
1: or no. A friend, a friend told me um, as a joke, I think, because I I was consider at the time I was considering moving to New York. I an opportunity had come up, and I was like, I at the time I still hadn't decided whether I wanted to apply or not. And uh, so I was starting to think about my life in London. Oh, do I was where I wanted to go. like, do you actually want to go? I've wanted to leave for so many years, yes and now I've got this opportunity do i i do I feel ready? Yeah. and uh, I, there was like this tiny little voice in my inside me I said no, you <laughs> you're home now." And I was like telling my friend, I just think I can finally feel like a Londoner and He said yes, it, it does they say the saying goes that it takes twelve years to make one. It's right. was like, huh." Oh. Counting back, like it's like, oh, so years now. <laughs> so yeah. So you
0: count yourself as a Londoner? For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you obviously have a wanderlust because from your blog that you, yeah that you put out called Travels with Mare, is that right? Yeah, uh, Travel with Mare. Travel with Mare. Yeah. Um, you've been to many places. Yeah. Um, but do you would you still consider yourself to have wanderlust, or are you an armchair traveller?
1: I definitely have wanderlust. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now, at this point in my life, I. I don't ha- I ha- I've had to prioritise career building mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if I'm gonna be like an office person for the rest of my life mm-hmm. I don't know what was gonna bring to life is gonna bring to me mm-hmm. um, so I would say still have the one to last um, I just don't have the means. Right now. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But you're going to New Orleans,
0: yes, too, in just two weeks. Very exciting, so. Yeah, and you've been to—is it Borneo?
1: You? Yeah. You've so been in to? in summer, I went to Borneo and Sulawesi. Okay. so yeah. You save your money and then you do a big trip. You know, yeah. Big trips. Yes. Yeah. And to quite
0: unusual places. I mean, it's not the normal places that people. Would
1: yeah, I think kind of think to go. I think I try to visit places that are not in everybody's list. I mm. think also like as a Want to be travel writer at some point. Like I do, try to stay away from like the more popular places because everybody has written about it, and I sometimes I feel there's nothing I could contribute to that narrative. Mm-hmm. And then also visiting places that maybe not so many know about I like, gives you like a, a different step into a culture yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it, yeah. it shows you something that is. not... I don't want to say it's spoiled by tourism. I don't think tourism spoils, um, but. It just it shows you a different side of a country, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And with with your travel writing,
0: have you written much about London? Will you be writing as you walk the loop, London Loop? Or is I think
1: I'll definitely try to write something about London about London Loop. I um, haven't written much about London aside from like very, I would say like travel bloggy type stuff. So I think okay. one of my favourite, uh, not my favourite, one of the most popular bl- uh, articles I've written for my blog was actually where you were featured, feature, so I oh, I absolutely. chose like, a, I think it was six bookshops in London. That's right. And yes. that did very, very yeah. well. Yes, yes. Um, but I think it's because I, I live London so much that I hardly look at it through the travel lens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very normal. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what, so what place in all your travels that you've been to so far has impacted on you the most, would you say, or influenced you? I think
1: there's two places. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be Berlin mm-hmm. and uh, New Zealand. Okay. Yes. So um, a city
0: and a country. So. Yes.
1: I. I mean, I could say Wellington, but really, I couldn't choose. Like the whole country of New Zealand yeah. just made me fall in love. It's beautiful, it was, isn't it? It, it is. was just. It's incredible. The the people are friendly. There's so much mm-hmm. to do. The the climate is so different. Like you can drive for a couple of hours and you go from alpine weather to tropical beach almost mm-hmm. um maybe like it, the, it, it would still be cold if you go in in winter but of course yeah and it, the nature is just so different it is between the north and the south island yes incredibly yeah. like south
0: island reminded me very much of scotland where i grew yes up. absolutely um,
1: but the north island is very different yes. to that so. and, uh, and yeah even in the south island like the in the inner side of the island itself yes reminds me of scotland of wales but then you go to the coast and it doesn't remind me of anything <laughs> because it's so unique it is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, sometimes i feel it's just like almost prehistoric you know it's just plants that uh, you only see like in dinosaur movies or stuff like that at least when i went there that's the feeling that i got yeah well in mm-hmm. the fact
0: there was a uh, an explorer um i think his name was william gunn and he collected lots of plants and sent them back mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. kew gardens yeah so a lot of the plants that are in kew gardens now uh, which have the the Latin ending uh, uh, Gunniae because of his trip however many hundreds of years ago. There's a book about it which I read years ago, so um, I I digress. (laughs) (laughs) And Berlin had an impact on you for for a different reason, obviously.
1: Yeah, so Berlin was one of, I think it was the first place that I traveled by myself. Okay. Um, I had just finished my ninth month stint, nine month stint in Madrid, mm-hmm. and I was ready to come back to London. But I wanted to do something over the summer. So I signed up for a four-week German course in Berlin. Right. And I was living in, build, in a building right in southern Berlin. And I went there. Obviously, I was going to school. So it was a wonderful place to meet people and so on. But it was the first solo adventure right. that I didn't know anybody. And I, was, I wasn't traveling with anybody. I was just going there. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, it, it, it just gave me so much independence. I love the city. I cycled everywhere, Did you I'm really? very proud of cycling.
0: They've got very good cycling yes, routes yeah, there, haven't I, they? You yeah. feel a
1: bit safer there for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, why. and I don't know. It was just. It was also like one of the first few times where I dared to start doing things on my own. Even though when I nobody wanted to do something with me because they were busy or like my plan was different or something like that. And yeah, I think in Berlin that's when I truly came into my own as as a traveller and I learned how to be more independent and not reliant on other people yeah Yeah. and and get your and um, no doubt
0: your confidence grew with that so you know it is possible to do things Mm -hmm. by yourself you don't always have to do it in a a group so okay two really interesting (laughs) answers (laughs) so for a final question for for the listeners is um, uh, what would be one piece of advice you would give someone moving to London for the first time
1: oof don't let Londoners stress you out especially when when change happens in London be it and that applies to Londoners as well like you move houses or something like that um everything in in London moves very quick and you will know you will see that you are being pressured by different parties into making very quick decisions and so Mm -hmm. on the truth is like you can take your time and Mm -hmm. it's fine and you don't have to make a decision quickly if you're not sure about it yes um yeah, I think that would be my my okay, advice. Just like see. take things at your own pace and don't feel pressure to do things that you don't want to do. Yes, at the London pace, which can be very yeah. fast. Yes. actually yes. Also, avoid Oxford Street oh, in yes. Sundays. I was actually there yesterday <laughs> evening, just at rush yeah.
0: hour. It was crazy. So much so, I didn't even take the tube. I jumped on a bus to Marble Arch and yeah. grabbed the, t- the the line from there because it was just yeah. too many people. Yeah. 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 So almost it all becomes a uh, mm-hmm. too too clear, too many people in one place, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I think that kind of wraps up all, all that we had to say. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I mean, we obviously, we'll put in the show notes your, your blog that you're writing. You <laughs> Thank do, you. I believe you've just written one about Lisbon as well. Yeah, so, so
1: I, I published one shortly. I haven't been writing that much this year, which I'm trying to change. I mm-hmm. you Now with the Loop and New Orleans coming up, I'm hoping to start writing a bit more. I want to start branching out into less travel guide pieces and more into think pieces about the tourism and travel as industries. Mm -hmm. Um, So stay tuned, I guess. I'm kind of trying to revamp it and take it that step forward. Um, And yeah, like I guess the best way to stay in touch with me would be through Instagram. Yes. So that is Mm travelwith.mer and that is travelwith.mer as in N-E-R. Yes, okay. We'll make sure
0: they're in in your show notes. And also, it's the best way to... Follow your yes. your London Loop walk, Absolutely. and to learn a little bit more about the Refuge yes. charity too, and yeah. the money that you're raising. Yes. Then. if people mm. want to donate something, of course you've Absolutely. got the links are all there to do yeah. that. To yeah, yeah, and so. it's a wonderful cause, and they do such such great work. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Thank you, Mayor, very much for coming onto the <laughs> yeah. show. Thank and, you for uh, asking
1: me to come here
0: and sharing your story and thoughts of London, the world, and life <laughs> with us today. So we'll find, obviously, we'll put all your links on the sh- on the show notes. And to all you traveling through podcast listeners out there, um, I hope it's been an inspiring listen for you and you've got some good takeaways from the show. Of course, we'll Put links to everything we've discussed where we can in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do give us a rating and review. Mayor will be looking out to see what you have to say. Yes, exactly. And perhaps you will comment. Only um, five
1: stars, please. <laughs>
0: and please do subscribe. If you can, that would be great. And finally, please share the podcast with your friends. If you've enjoyed it, hopefully they will too. We'll be back next week with more travelling through tales from London's melting pot of cultures. The London Pool. What makes you stay and what makes you leave? But for now, take care and thanks for listening.